you. I'll say it again that I'm recording now. Um, I just wanted to say you're amazing. I thought you were going to say, like, not at the end then. <laughs> no, no, I left it. I left it as a statement. Um, I, what? You have such little faith in me. Understandably, but still. It's justified. It's, it's entirely justified. Nothing could be more justified. You know. I'm... I'm really sad because I've still got so many nachos left and I'm definitely going to be eating them. We, we, can, we can eat during the podcast. I'm fine with that. I've got some food I could always eat if you want. Yeah, let's have a mukbang. A hungover bung. <laughs> Where does that term come from? Actually, yeah, I'm going to start recording because I'm going to look at... I'm glad you've, you've asked this question. I, I've i never been comfortable using it because... Oh, Lord. Oh, Okay. Episode 21 gets cancelled. Oops. It's a South Korean term, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I know what it means, which is to live stream a mm-hmm. person eating loads of food. Um, ugh, she is eating two pounds of lobster in this, fuck, in this oh, mukbang. I don't know why I added fucking. <laughs> don't eat that much. I guess mukbang. No, that's too much lobster. It's just, I don't know Sorry, where it came thing. I'm just angry about the lobster. Oh, also, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, you'll notice this week, let's draw attention to it, cat's eating. Mm-hmm. I am not. I thought you said you were going to. Oh, I mean, I can. Yeah, I just... you need to. Well, it's not good, is it? This. Like, nothing good has ever come from me eating, aside from some clips that we've managed to put on the Instagram. Mm. You're just telling me to make content for myself. Mm. Okay, look, I'll, I'll eat this cereal bar as we go. Okay, every time I think there's an appropriate silence, I'll eat something. And then you'll say something, and I'll get screwed over, and it's going to be another Chris is a dumbass episode. But, um,. That's normal. Um, welcome back. Hi. It's episode 21, apparently. Um, I know... Okay, look. Let's get it out of the way, because I know we say it every time. What? How the fuck have we made it to 21? This is like... We should put together all of the how the fuck are we at episode, and then just like back to back. How the fuck are we at episode two? How are we at this point? <laughs> I'm just... Next episode will have um, effectively done an episode for every year that um, we've been alive. Mm. Um, so we're retiring next <laughs> so that's it we're retiring on a high uh, this was our high no, my high point was about 8 years old I would say I peaked at 8 that was before you knew me that's so sad well yeah you knew me when I was already a, a, a husk of my former self <laughs> it, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not who I was when I was 8 you know? that was that guy you can't do I mean, what, when did you peak I don't fucking know. It depends whether depend like I was. Or have you peaked? Do you think there's a peak still ahead? Maybe I haven't peaked. Maybe I haven't peaked. Maybe that's why I don't know. I feel like I should know. I I have peaked, but it happened. I feel like when I have five dogs, that will be my peak. That can be arranged, I'm sure. (laughs) So so how are you, Chris? Why? You knew I'd eat <laughs> Yeah, I heard, I heard the muffle of, like, cereal bar in gob and thought... You're the worst. 
You're yeah. actually the worst. I know. Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, should I take us? Mm, you know what? I'll do. It. Um, I'll take us into a more serious moment briefly. I think that's the the joy of this podcast is it's the emotional roller coaster of constantly swaying between deep emotional honest and bullshit, but you never quite know when it's about to swing back the other way. Yeah. Which makes it a kind of gripping ride throughout. That's the water rights podcast. If you say so, gripping. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been right. I um, so it's been a year this week. Um, actually, yesterday. Well, okay, it's, it depends how you count it, but yeah, it's not very important. It's been a year since my uh, my grandma died. Oh my god. Which is kind of weird. Because. Wait, what day did she die? Okay, so this is the thing. The gravestone and the death certificate say the 30th of July. Right. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> I, I think it was the early hours of the 31st. Like, the very early hours of. So that's probably right. why they counted it as the 30th. But for me, it's the 31st. That was yesterday. Um, yeah. Which is a weird thing, but it did... I um I had a moment on stream yesterday where I was like talking about it. Yeah, it's sad, but you know what? It's also um it's taught me a lot about myself this year. There's lots that I've learned. And I guess what I'm also kind of grateful for is that it could have been very easy for me to kind of enter a year of bullshit and nonsense and Yeah. I don't know what weird impulsive decisions. Um, and actually, I'm alright. I've been quite lucky to be anchored by some lovely people, um, including you. That's, oi, that's oi. you, not 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 the listeners. I'm talking to you, Cat. Just so you're aware. Thanks, okay. Um, and Fuck in you, various listeners. ways. And um, <laughs> obviously, you know, I'm not going to go and name people because a, I'll forget someone and they'll be offended. B, it oh, takes too long. Yeah. So you know, you'll know if it's you. And to you, I say thank you. You're awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I wrote a blog post about it, so if you want to oh, check out my blog, you, need to you can. The blog it's at crispy2117.blogspot.com, and you can check it out. Sorry, what was that? Your blogs are so good. I don't know if they are. They They're are. a bit of a mess, but I decided, I realised that I always try and get them right, and I was like, I, I need to always get them right, and then I thought about it, and I was like, wait, who even decides what's right for my blog? Surely that's me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, whoa. <laughs> I don't need an external seal of approval. I can just write, no. And I, my mind was blown, honestly. It was a big shock. No, no one expected it. Sorry, I'm, I, I decided to eat. <laughs> yeah, no, of course you did. Of course you did. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing, I thought I was worried, actually. It's weird. I got more anxious. <laughs> in the lead up? I was anxious that I would feel sad. <laughs> and that was worse than what I had. I felt like it was sad, obviously, but it was like a. It just meant where you're like. You raise a glass kind of thing. Yeah. Happy yeah for the yeah. life that they lived rather than sad that they're not here. Um, Weirdly, I was at a funeral, like, as you guys know, because I mentioned it before, mm. a few weeks ago. Um, went to two in like a week. It was crazy. And at the first one, 
Yeah, two yes, funerals I... in a week is a lot. Yeah, that was not the best uh, series of events. But um, at the funeral, somebody said, as long as we keep talking about them and keeping like essentially talking about them keeps them alive and like are they really gone if they're still in our thoughts and still present and um they said you're only truly dead when uh you're no longer in anyone's thoughts mm -hmm. which was a really like it's something i've heard before but i guess now i'm a bit older i thought about it and i was like no that's so true like talking about people keeps them alive and actually if your grandkids talk about you and then they tell your great like their grandkids you know like you keep the the memory no yeah, i think you're right. the i think life. i think people always get stressed about um you always hear people like they're like oh what am i going to leave behind i need to leave something behind it's, they always talk about it as if it's something physical you know they yeah. need to leave money or a house or they need to build something or and it's like you can leave the memories that you leave behind with the people you love and knew uh yeah like you say they're almost the things that keep you alive so to speak yeah. um more so than any kind of like i would rather people remembered me and had like funny stories that you would tell them about you know, times when I did something dumb like eat on a podcast than someone ever building a statue of me. Like, that's the what I... Mm. No one is going to build a statue of me, obviously. But if they ever were going to, I would tell them no. Because, like, that's not... I don't want to be... You know, I would never want to be remembered like that. I would just want to be remembered as the, the weirdo who occasionally did some funny stuff in there. Um, yeah. That's that's how I want to be remembered in there. Have you got any, like, have you got a specific memory? Like, I don't know what your grandmother was really like in terms of nature, but have you got, like, one specific memory that jumps to mind or anything? Um, I don't think so. I think... Yeah, it's very weird. When I was writing a post yesterday, the one thing I could think of was, um... I mean, uh, I guess you would kind of know well mm, I don't know. when i was like younger like primary school younger i was like really sen like sensitive to the point where i would instead of just enter the depression spiral i would just burst into tears like it was just like Aww. one of my teachers put it quite well once it was like i would get angry it, it, like it was like the end point of the anger you know yeah. Like, I'd be angry at something because something wasn't right and it would make me angry. And then the only way I would know what to do would be like, I, I don't know what to do with this. Because sometimes you don't. Sometimes there actually isn't a thing that you can do to, yeah. to fix a situation. But being so young, you don't understand that. So, you know, I ended up just, just crying a lot. It was very sad. But um, I remember she'd always just be like, she'd give you a little bit to get out of your system. And then she'd be like, look, come on now. No more tears. No more tears. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit like, look, you got out of your system. It was like, it wasn't ever like, you know, don't cry, grow up, which, you know, you hear a lot from people, um, yeah. especially when you're younger, like, you need to grow up, you need to man up. It was never like that. It was just like, 
look, we'll have your have a moment. Yeah. Out your system, and then let's let's fix whatever it is you've done, whatever dumb thing is that you've done, because it's not broken, kind of thing. Yeah. But I am. Yeah. She look. She was very strong. She was a very strong woman. She she could always be counted on to be there and just like you know she wanted a if you want a cup of tea that's the place to go <laughs> i love that what is it about grandmothers and they them making the best cups of tea it's like they've oh, got years of bloody perfecting brilliant. it bloody brilliant that's right I, I, it was just great you know sit there you know we go around um when we were younger, yeah, we'd go every Saturday, and then you know, as I got older, and sometimes I'd pop in just myself or whatever, and like you'd have like a slice of cake and cake, like, a cup yeah. of tea. Oh, incredible! Still... Yeah, that's incredible. I still have this with like, uh, as some of you might know, my family's like super young, so I've still got great grandparents around. Um, some of them have died, but like I've I've still got. Yeah, living great grandparents and but because because my family's young they are more like grandparents if that makes sense like it mm-hmm. doesn't but anyway um i go whenever i go to my nan and granddad's house my nan always has a cake on the go oh and, yes and it's just i don't even really like cake i'm not a big cake person don't hate me however can you feel, my can you feel cake, the look i'm giving you right i now. know i'm so sorry but my nan's cake i don't know what it is it's bloody banging <laughs> and it's like it'd be like random stuff like carrot cake or stuff that you'd think mm. i wouldn't like and it'll be so A good Her, cake. lemon cake is so good or fruit cake yeah like stuff i wouldn't normally like and i don't know what it is she just she's just so good at making cakes yeah, it's weird. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I remember the good times because I mean there were a lot of you know she obviously had dementia and um, stuff. So like, the last yeah. few years were <laughs> they were weird. <laughs> they were funny for all the wrong kind of reasons. You know, there's things that she'd say that she would never have said before, and you're like, oh god, you lost it. <laughs> you cracked. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good to be able to laugh, uh, like laugh about that though, because otherwise, it's dementia is such an awful, oh, like, it was horrible, horrible. Yeah. But I, yeah, think... I think you have to be able to. I, I always say like, I'd have to laugh, otherwise I'd cry. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of mean as a joke, but also it's like, it's just like, if you can turn it into something like that, it's like a coping mechanism kind of thing. I know I would want people to laugh if I like got dementia and was like 100%. chatting about the time I I don't know lost my knickers in Paris or something like that you know like if I just forgot you know where I was for a minute and started blabbing 100%. deep secrets or something I'd I'd love it for my family to just the things that some of she came up with just such like she someone would leave the room and she'd be like I think think he's sleeping with another woman and like, oh christ <laughs> <laughs> he's going to work he's not he's not having an affair he's going to work what are you on That's about brilliant. um oh so it just she was great she was incredible um and yeah it's been a year but you know i mean life ultimately life moves on and yeah i remember her and i remember all the things she did for me and I think 
this is the weirdest thing. I I come to the conclusion, and this is an odd conclusion for someone like me. I think she'd be proud of who I am now. Aww. I've decided that <laughs> me, <laughs> myself, when? I've decided that. I've decided that no one can question it. But like I know that she um she actually so she died the same week that I like started right. my job, bought oh, my first so car and wow. stuff. And I was like I felt like you should just held on, you know. She was like, Look, let's make sure he gets over that line Aww. and finally gets to an adulthood. And I got there and she's like, Look, job's done. Right, I'm out. Mm, <laughs> I'm ahead that... out. Don't. Oh, that makes me feel so like it makes me feel. I, I, I it's you know? almost certain. Look, it's it's almost certainly not true. Let's be honest. It's no, almost certainly it, not it's... true. But it's it's nice to think about, you know. And it's just I know nice to... somebody's father who um unfortunately had cancer, mm. and um she was getting married and thankfully he held on and whilst while they got mm-hmm. married and then passed away but you know and you're just like thank At god he got to have that day yeah like absolutely oh anyway yeah. look sorry about that sorry for starting it on a on a serious name but that's that's but you know what i'm feeling good you you feeling screwed good. me over the one episode i decide to eat and then you start talking about your deceased grandmother like it's just a bit disrespectful isn't it me just sat there like i stopped no, she'd eating my nachos <laughs> she'd appreciate it she'd be like get on with it what are you doing get a cup of tea get a cake yeah yeah she'd be like come on crack don't, on you're going don't let it get cold i feel like all grandparents are feeders as well 100 percent. but then i also know a lot of grandparents who are like oh watch your weight but here's a cake <laughs> oh mine was never like that mine was just just a it's feeder. The, the good thing about having someone who grew up in the wartime kind of generation. Oh. Obviously, they grew up like rationing, with rationing and stuff. So they've reached that point where it's available and it's like, here you go, have some. I'm like, go yes, back. please. I'm a growing young man. I need this food. <laughs> I'm growing at the ripe age of 22. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need it. I need my bones to become stronger. I can grow up to be a firefighter one day. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, it was great. But you know what? I um, you've had a tell us about stand and calling, cat. Oh yeah, that was oh my god, it's crazy. It's been. And whilst you do that, be aware that I'm listening. I'm also trying to get rid of a fly which has landed on my netting, and I hate so just. Okay. Carry on, but. Although actually, you saying that just reminds me of when Mister Waspy entered your room, and um. Chris was very oh. angry about this wasp being what in his room. What a bastard Mr. Waspy was. Okay. It's a giant a wasp. And, uh, yeah, Chris made up a lot of... He said he... I think he was going to throw his cello at the wasp. Like, it was... <laughs> yeah, I think there's some, some anger some issues going on. Some people would call it irrational anger. I would call <laughs> it proportional to the situation I was in. Okay, if you say so. The best okay. it was... At that period, I, I was posting everything on Facebook, so I've got the memory somewhere of exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes up every year. Yep. Uh, right, so standing calling. Uh, yeah, so we had our first festival back, which... Oh, it's left a mark on this as well. Uh... Sorry, Perry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Sorry, I was trying to do a bit quiet. Did you squish it? Like... No, I hope you didn't squish it. I might it, have done. I'd be too scared. Oh, on like a on a on a wacky thing. 
Squat, yeah. squat, squatter, squat. Yeah, it's a squat. whole thing. It's a whole. <laughs> Look, don't let's not. No one wants this in their life. Standing calling. I'm sorry. I'll shut okay, standing calling. Fucking hell. It was like so weird. You know, and you're like, I don't know if you've been out and about uh, since the no mask situation, Chris. But like, it's so weird going out and being able to not wear a mask and be in close proximity with people and xyz but let alone a music festival where there's like thousands and thousands of people there and everyone's just back to normal i was just like what the fuck's going on however it was so good such a great like start to post covid gigs uh set we were like 20 minutes late we only had a 10 minute changeover which never works because nobody can do a 10 minute changeover uh so we were 20 minutes late to play but it was such a yeah it was the, the the band played very well bear in mind it's their second gig together um, as a as a reborn band if you will as a reborn band oh you see what i did yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, so so it was really good. Um, but because we were 20 minutes late, I'd planned to see everything, everything, as we discussed on the podcast. Oh, God, here we go. And I... Here we bloody go. Got so stressed because we were sat waiting for ages for um, the, like, go-kart things, like the, the gators to carry the gear back. And I hear everything, everything playing, and I'm like... Oh, I'm gonna miss them. I'm gonna miss them. <laughs> I was like, I can't leave until the gear's gone because you know my job. Um, and yeah, you are the manager. Yeah, it's kind of my responsibility. You know, you like hate my job right now. Um, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna run and find a gator and bring it back and then get the stuff on it and like. I just pray that Pierce lets me go essentially so yeah I, I, I ran and I just herded down this person was like blah, 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 this way um, and they thankfully <laughs> understood what I was saying and yeah it helped us they out they wiped the spit off their face that you'd thrown all over them and were like alright fine I'll come right. yeah pretty much like, like it was crazy and then so we got the stuff back I was like Pierce can I can I go? Because the, the the gear was loaded and the band were going back with it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, I run round and watching everything, everything. FaceTimed Chris. Obviously, that didn't work very well because you know internet. I actually, what did you see? Could you see anything? Was it? All right. Terrible? I mean, let's just. I mean, you've done well to not say it, but I'll draw attention to my own failings. Cat tried to call me several times, and yeah, I was in the I middle did. of something. Moderating stream on Twitch, oh. so like my attention was kind of like divided. I was like focused on it. I was busy, and then like, and they just the cat tried to call me about twenty six times. I was like, oh fuck my life, an idiot. Anyway, finally, you know it works. Um, I'm there. Cat calls. Signal is terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's like a slideshow, and like I just couldn't understand. Like the noise is just like, ah. <laughs> Oh no! no. <laughs> and it was just like that, and it was just like the slide. I was like, 
For some reason, this I put up with it for like it. two minutes, and then I was like, "No, this isn't doing good. This isn't worth it for either of us." It so, it um, was like so funny. Yeah, I then ended up sending videos, but I was so excited, and then I stood there and realised I'm by myself, <laughs> and it wasn't like the moment. And they were like, they were amazing. They're brilliant, but you know, when you just like. I, I wish Chris was here, I wish Brooke was here, who also loves everything everything. I was just like, stood there. It was a bit anticlimactic, like the music was brilliant, absolutely phenom phenomenal. Um, the singer, I do not know his name, but his voice Jonathan sounds exactly- Jonathan Hicks, I believe. That's it, Jonathan. Um, yeah, it, it, his voice sounds exactly the same as it does on recording, which is great. Um, and yeah, so I, was, I stood there, but it was a bit like, oh, my friends aren't here. I'm sad now. And then it, it just hit me all at once. I'm at a festival. Bloody hell. Like, <laughs> it was such a weird thing. And um, because we'd just played, I had backstage access. And I was like, I could go and meet them right now. And I could get a video recording or something for Chris as well. That'd be great. And then as I realised this, I remembered that Pierce All right. had... Sorry, carry on. Oh. Pierce had um, two identical rucksacks, both black and, yep, identical. Um, and I put his phone and his battery pack in one of these backpacks. And I was like, I wonder if he put the rucksack that I put his phone in with the gear on the trolley whether he's actually got his phone or not and so it's I it's a good time like, to, to start questioning that you know yeah I was like fuck because if it goes back to the van he's not going to have it for the rest of the festival and I was getting messages from Abby the guitarist saying like that she, that, uh, she wasn't with Pierce and Pierce wasn't replying to any of my messages I was like fuck oh god I bet it's gone back and sure enough it had gone back and Pierce didn't have his phone for the rest of the weekend so I sacrificed um, my opportunity to meet everything everything and spent an hour or so trying to find Pierce um, couldn't find him anywhere and it turned out that he was still back behind stage at the stage they played at um, like the band went Was he off. just talking to people? Yeah. He was checked to the stage. <laughs> I can manager. see it in my mind. I can see him just there talking to people. He's he goddamn nice. Well, apparently, um, he'd said to Abby, like, to come back. Right. Um, to him. But I think, like, it, it was loud and stuff. Probably just, like, there was a miscommunication there, I think. Um, but he stayed with his beers because apparently he was scared that if he took the beer out he wouldn't get them back into the festival. Yes, so, that seems like a Pierce thing as that well. That was a Pierce, yeah, very Pierce um, logic. And I, I suddenly realised this. I, I, my, my logic was to go A, to see if the van was still there. B, was go to camp and see if he was by the tent. And then I was like, okay, let's go to the tent uh the, the stage tent and i ran ran down 
bloody hell. Um, and the stage manager there said, I saw him five minutes ago. He literally just left to go and see Bastille. And I was like, five minutes ago? Right. Okay. And I sprinted. I was like, sorry, bye. And I sprinted. And I thought, I bet it'll be by the bar by for Bastille. That was my logic. Of course. And I'm like, looking for this man in a zebra t-shirt like bears <laughs> couldn't see him i was like damn it that was my best chance of finding him and then all of a sudden i see him out the corner of my eye i'm like i that's Piers. so i've run up um I, I can't believe i found you out of the thousands of people here i found you um and then I had this later. horrible, sick feeling that you're about to say, and it wasn't him. I hugged some random oh. person and thing. I'm like, oh. No, I, Piers. I mean, he's wearing a bandana and a zebra. I mean, he stands up. He it, stands out in the best way possible. Yeah, and yeah. So I jump, like I jump on him. I was like, I was so happy because I knew he didn't have his phone. And then um, I we turn around and Tyler, the drummer, and his girlfriend Sophie. I stood there and they just found us at the exact same time. It was so weird. And then we found Abby a bit later on, but it was just like... That's so weird. Weird. Like, yeah, really odd that we all ended up... And we were at the main stage, like Bastille. It was loads of people. Um, Yeah, so that was that was fun. And to summarise, because like, it's quite obviously sound a big, long like weekend worth of gossip but um i don't know if you heard about the flash floods um i hadn't heard about them although i was assuming that they would happen because it's been a bit mental weather-wise recently oh yeah it, it it was awful um i was like having sort of bad uh, period cramps and stuff and i said oh to my this, god i don't feel great possible. Literally, like being on your period at a festival is not the one. Um, just think, Portaloos, just it's just not, it's not fun. And I told Pierce, and then he felt a bit hungover and stuff. I think, and was just like, "Do you fancy leaving early today?" And I was like, "If you don't mind," because Primal Scream were meant to be headlining. He was really excited to see them, mm. so I was like, I, "I'm more than happy to stay. Like, I'll, I'll live," sort of thing. Um, and he goes no let's go and i was gonna wait to see Maisie peters because she got replaced for arlo parks arlo parks got covid forgot to tell you that oh um, no. yeah that's really yeah she had to cancel essentially decided to leave half an hour after we left thunderstorm flash flood uh the stage we played at the tent collapsed because there was so much water on it they then had to turn all the power off so people when it got dark um, and everyone was having to pack down everyone packed down in pitch black people's cars had to get pulled out by tractors there was a massive um, jam from people trying to rush out of the car park so it took people like five hours to get out of the car park and uh, Primal Scream everything got cancelled so well. yeah I mean, bit of a mess, but you know. I mean, I'm yeah. at least. Um, I mean, so Primal Scream got cancelled anyway. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't miss any one that. Yeah, we like it, to it's see. all it all kind of works it, out. In a... we were very smug. 
like put it that way we were very smug but i felt so bad oh of course of course yeah i there's one thing i was gonna i mean i you know I, let's talk about jordan mccamper please yeah oh jordan let's uh we, we, I, I refuse to let that go because um it i right paint a paint a picture so they i didn't know this so we because I was keen on meeting him and we were very fortunate to have like backstage access and stuff with the artist pass. Um, so I went beside a stage and then like there's essentially uh, a barrier that goes across the main stage to stop like the general public getting on stage or whatever. And then there's- You gotta a keep sec- the public away. Exactly. And then there's a second barrier so that like uh any like artists that want to go and see the person playing can go and be isolated from the public but they're in their own box essentially you don't, don't want to be why. near the public i've seen the public. don't want to be, don't want to be near the public um yeah so essentially i go along and i didn't realize at the time none of us did that they'd put tape across the whole of the main stage like standing area to stop people coming in early and watching people sound check Um. so i'm thinking why is no one here it's jordan fucking mccamber like bloody hell um and then they they took the tape down and people came but um for those few minutes that but no one actually told you to leave no no, because we were in the like artist bit, but like the, yeah, like but they just I guess. Oh, as in no one was okay. I'm really sorry. No one was like, been... yeah. This I keep saying like general public because I just don't know what else to refer like. Yeah, like smelly so, people. Smelly people couldn't. <laughs> couldn't. I'm so sorry. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. But yeah, essentially they can get in. So there was like a good five, ten minute period where it was me, Piers in a bright yellow bandana um, and Abby stood there and it was like fucking making eye contact. Like, I know, I I just felt so bad because I just stood there and then I don't know what happened, but I felt so emotional. I was like, I've seen Jordan McCamper. I sat down i sat in a puddle that was great so i had soggy trousers and then i i just came over did you have a did you have a soggy bum and it was like it looked like i'd pissed myself oh that's never good that's never good i was wearing thick denim as well so it was like not gonna dry no it was shit Mm -mm, mm -mm. and i yeah so i was just like I, t- I don't know, I just got emotional. I was like, oh my god, it's John McCamper. And I was thinking, Piss like, go say hi. And I was like, I'm going to make a tit out of myself. I'm fangirling. I am fangirling. I need to... I can't... Yeah. But anyway, his set, he, like, it's just... Oh, he's just so lovely. Um, and the guitarist who's playing, uh, I'd seen perform with a couple of other artist and she's like a brilliant guitarist so good so that was nice um his voice is just live is it was everything i expected and more um 
And then I met him. You can tell this is what I've really been excited for. So these these two girls, sweeties, they, they were like working at the bar. They looked so young, but they must have been 18 if they were working at the bar. They came over and they said their friend was a massive fan and they, they like wanted to get a video of them. And then security guards came and told them off because they <clears> didn't have the appropriate wristbands and I'm sat there like oh my god am i gonna get kicked out this is gonna be so embarrassing and they just let like they didn't bother like they were fine with me i was thinking oh i'm important yeah, all right. but i felt bad because they sort of like they got their video and it was really sweet but then i felt if i went up to him it's a bit like bombarding the poor guy after he's just played mm-hmm. um but pierce gave me a bit of courage and was like look just go say hi you'll regret it if you don't did, he, did he give you a shot is that what you're trying to tell us yeah. Gave you a shot of vodka me. and you were like, yep, yeah, that'll do. Yep, that'll do. Yeah, so I went and said hi. And then he said that he'd watched the whole of the podcast episode that we were discussing him in, which was crazy because I just assumed that he'd only listened to the bit we were talking about him. And let's for. just remember here. It was episode one, wasn't it? Episode one, where so I didn't said know what we were doing. I despised him because he was too good. Jordan McCann. <laughs> And he remembered you, which was the best bit. You do not understand what that did to me that day. I was like, was it a happy or was it like, I hate my life? What have I done? It maybe I was weirdly proud because, I mean, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong. He said that I was the guy who loved Coldplay. (laughs) Yeah, well, he made a comment about Coldplay, and I didn't know if he was saying. Oh, Coldplay is shit. But what he was actually saying is loved, like he loved Coldplay. But you know when so Go on, I, Jordan. Yeah. Him. And then I just sort of like, I was like, yes, yes. Because there's a lot of artists that are really snooty about Coldplay. And it, like, it, yeah. It's anyway. a complete side note. But can I just say, this week I saw that Sigrid was a big fan of Coldplay. And that. Oh my god. Like, no way. I don't understand how it's possible to be more in love with an artist. But yeah. at this point, Sigrid is just awesome. <laughs> just, yes, again, another episode is dedicated to me saying, by the way, Sigrid's kind of awesome. Um, yeah. Carry on, carry on. We, it's Coldplay Club. Club. Oh, I'm, I'm too hungover. I'm li- like, my words are just not happening today. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll fill some time while you get your words back. Let's just talk about how Jordan McCamper and Sigrid are fans of Coldplay. Um, I consider this a win, so fuck off Coldplay haters. I got the fuck good off. stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> ah. yeah, we we can go tell. We're going to have the best time there. I don't even give um, a shit. I'm fine. This is it. I'm in. Yeah, I, it, like, it was, it was just so nice to, like, for him to take the time to watch our first ever podcast which was you know we were working we things no out, idea what we were say. doing we still have no idea what we're doing but it was it just meant so much and the fact that he remembered you as the guy who loves Coldplay and said that you were really cool and that he loves you it's just I mean you've invented the last two things he didn't say that he didn't, he didn't sure say he did. that I was really cool. and No, he didn't say that. I'll take I'm it. pretty sure he did. I'll take it, but it's not true. Look, I mean, 
We're besties now. I'll just message him and get him to clarify. <laughs> I can't believe that someone like that actually does. It it makes it feel it's a good feeling, you know, to know that someone actually. I'm gonna support him f- like forever through everything as oh, long yeah. as he. <laughs> as long as he doesn't do anything <laughs> like murdering or as long as he keeps it on track then that's pretty good but yeah i mean honestly you had a like, you had a great time it was really um i was more excited for you rather than anything i was like yes this is so i was cool. i was so happy but i like there was a bit of a sadness there that i really wanted you to be there like i wanted you to be there for everything everything i wanted you to be there to meet jordan mccamper i like although you would have I, you like if i was crumbling and i'm like the more outgoing one i've had a full-on panic like, attack in front of yeah, jordan mccamper yeah a full-on panic attack i could imagine you like dropping your water bottle down yourself and like yeah. panic i don't know i actually would piss myself you just look like i actually <laughs> i would. just look like i pissed myself and you actually did <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. Like it was, it was bittersweet. It's like I couldn't go to a Coldplay concert without you. It just it'd just be too wrong. Too kind. One more thing before we go on to the music. Um, yeah. We saw each other for the first time. IRL. We did. We uh, yeah. It was uh, I I was in I was nearby because my dad has a, a routine operation. So I um. I drove him down there. Um, like the good it, son you are. Yeah, I am. I am. And it, it took longer than it was meant to. So I was like, <laughs> I, I did say, I read a book, like a whole book cover to cover. Um, a whole book? It wasn't like a long book. Oh. Like, it was like, you know, I read it fully through, which is good to actually be able to do that. Um, it was sunny, so I had a bit of a walk around the area. Um, it's still in there. I was still in there. And I was like, hang on a second. I'm like down the road from Cap. Yeah, you're so what like so close. I went to see her, um, and I, you know, I sent her a message. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I, on the drive over to you, like there was actually like a slight shake in my hands, and I was like, "This is terrifying because it's not. It wasn't COVID that was wearing me. It was just like I suddenly realised how long it had been." Mm. And I was sat there thinking, oh, God, what if it's really awkward? What if we didn't know what to say? And I was like, what? And then I got there and it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I... We sat down like nothing was weird. Like, we've never really been, like, very touchy-feely. I need to stop saying like. I keep saying like so much. Um, but we've never been that touchy-feely or anything. So having the podcast every week, it feels very similar to when we're in person. I don't feel like pretty much. We just record this this podcast. This is just us talking, and you happen to be listening. Exactly. Congrats! This this is you know always just a conversation amongst friends, and now we have it for you. Obviously, in our conversations, we you know it's a bit less stilted, and we don't randomly talk about musicians that we like and tell each other to check out our playlist. But um. Even that, we're not a million miles away from, so... No. Well, that actually, nice. this might be a good segue, once I finish my mouthful. Segue was, you were saying about how we don't r- r- randomly have... send each other songs and a- analyse them, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. However, 
uh, I got a, a message from Chris. How long ago was it? Like a week? Sure, why not? Um, when the new Coldplay song came out. I say song. Are we, are we starting with the Coldplay song? I feel like we should. Yes, we are. Oh my God. Let's go. This is a coloratura by Coldplay. You can tell I'm excited. It's the most enthusiastic I've ever been on the podcast. It's the most enthusiastic I've been for years. In life. <laughs> I'm, okay. I mean, this is where I get shot down. But go on then. Tell me, tell me your thoughts. It, it, it's so, like, weird. You can be honest. It's fine. I, w- I won't take it personally. I'll no. kill you, but I won't take it personally. No, I was shocked. I was like, am I listening to film music? Am I listening to a Coldplay EP? What What's going on here? Because I was listening, I was like, this is cool. It sort of sounds like, uh, you know, when artists have like an interlude, interlude, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between tracks and they have an instrumental that they like, but it didn't quite turn into a song. But it's like they've turned it into a film score and then picked loads of different ideas and it's it's incredible i mean I, it's a 10 minute song yeah i didn't that, realize that when i listened that was I, the thing I for me it just kept YouTube. going kept yeah going i and sat I down like, my sister and i was like joe we're gonna watch thing. we're gonna watch the premiere so we put it on its screen and i was like listen to it and it came to like the end of the first bit if you will and i was like that's yeah. really cool i love that and then it kept going. I was like, Joe, what's happened? <laughs> what, what is this bit? I think then, Jesus of Suburbia. Yeah, like, it's just so weird. You're like, sections. more? There's more? You're giving me more? Honestly, I am in love with the song. Mm. I'm in love with it. I ain't. I, I don't know whether to call it a song, though, because. It's There's weird, not that yeah. many lyrics, and it's not like a conventional. It's a composition, I would, I would say. It's it. It's so. Yeah, it's not. It's not a classic Coldplay song, but any. I mean, it is, but it is. It is, yeah. No, it's. It, it's very cold, but I've never heard him do anything like this, and I wouldn't have thought this was something they would do. I guess, no. but like it just there's so many different elements to it. There's so many things going on. Like you know when they did their concert at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Years ago, and we we listened in. Yes. Um. Well, I think of this song or composition, whatever you're going to call it, as being played there with the orchestra, and sort of like. Stars projected on the ceiling, or <laughs> I don't know. It just it feels very wholesome. It did. I felt almost like I wanted to cry the first time I listened to it because I had this weird like emotion at the end, of it and I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. What is this? What's this? Because it because it's like it goes to so many different places, but it comes back to the same yeah, yeah. thing. I was just like. Emotionally, I don't know where I'm at with this. Oh, but did like... you look up? Sorry, to... sorry. No, no, go. You. Did you look up the meaning of coloratura? Is it coloratura? Is that how uh, you say it? Coloratura, yeah. Um, I did. I've forgotten what it is now. It means uh, it's something. Um, 
Oh, I feel like you'll be able to tell me first and I can find it. Um, it's to do with like a style of opera or something like that. I should. That was it. it because I said to my sister, "This is like a kind of rock opera kind of thing." Yeah, it's something to do like melody and. Uh, let me just have a look. Um, elaborate, elaborate, elaborate ornamentation of vocal melody, especially in opera singing. Yeah. That makes so, sense. That makes a lot of sense. It seems like they found out this time. Chris Martin definitely found out this word was a thing and was like, oh, damn, nice. That would be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then wrote just... the whole song or whatever because. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's very sweet. It's very, like. I'd go to sleep listening to it, actually. I think that'd be quite nice, like, lullaby. Yeah, I mean, someone. Someone said, oh, this sounds like it could be the end of Coldplay. And I was like, I mean, first of all, I think you're wrong to say get in the bin. But secondly, if it was, that would be a good place that, like, if you finished your career with that, oh, if this yeah. was the end of it, it'd be like, bad play. I mean, I don't think it is the end of Coldplay. Um, <laughs> and if it is, I, I would be unhappy. But, um, I think they'll get a full fucking orchestra and, and world Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I, someone said they couldn't see how they were going to play it live. And I... They've yeah, I kind budget. of see that. They've got the budget to do it live. If That's anyone could saying. make it good. They, they could. It's, it's a very good song. Like, yeah, we... Because it's such a long to song, there's so much uh, to talk about in it. Like, I just... I was going to sort of say... Uh, one of the things I noticed as well, there were sort of like nods to the Beatles in there, I thought. Mm. Uh, like just some like chromatic piano movement just gave me very Beatles vibes. I think there's lots of those. There's like a bit of like, I mean, I saw some people saying, oh, this is like Coldplay's Bohemian Rhapsody. I was like, all right, calm it down. But there's definitely some like elements of that like, mm. Queen kind of elements in there. Some of the cadences feel very like, well, they've not gone for like things. big lyrics and stuff like that, which would push it towards the like Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, Jesus exactly. of Suburbia, like that sort of side. It's more, of it. yeah, it's, it's more like chill than yeah. that, which is nice because it's not. I feel like if they did it with a load of lyrics and a load of choruses, they could have shot themselves in the foot and mm -hmm. made it like cheesy. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, like fucking banger chef's kiss um i love that let's go i'm gonna start with the yours um okay hurts by Vukovi. yes Vukovi. i don't I, I think Vukovi is how you say it i might be wrong yeah i could be wrong but yeah i mean i mean so you so cat sent me a message yesterday or the day before saying oh, yeah. she didn't really listen to much um, yeah last week so i was like oh i wonder what's gonna happen this is a great song yeah so like it was really weird uh because of the festival and just being busy and stuff i've not really I, i've been doing composing this week I, essentially all i've done is listen to john mccamper if i'm honest understandably friend of the podcast I, i've been working out to jordan mccamper like that is the level and jordan mccamper it, it's like soul chill indie pop it's not like 
dance music that you want to work out to. Uh, that's how obsessed I am. Just anyway, <laughs> so I hadn't listened to any sort of new artists, and I was panicking, and I went onto my recent releases radar. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to Vakovi when I was in sixth form, so quite a long really? time ago. Yeah, I actually saw them play in, but just before we started uni, and it was crazy. Like so much energy. At the time, I think they were three or f- three piece or four piece. I think they're now two of them with a like a session musician, I guess. Um, okay but very cool band and I just sort of you know when you you don't just don't keep up with someone anymore I think they hadn't had a release in a while and I drifted um saw they were doing loads of gigs and stuff so I was like happy I think they did a DJ set at uh, Camden Rocks party a Mm -hmm. while back and I was gonna see them but it didn't quite work out but yeah and then I saw this this track and I was like fucking hell they like they've got it so right with this song it's it's catchy her voice she's got a very distinctive voice yeah and in in this i feel like she sounds more uh like this is not a it sounds like a criticism it's not criticism but she sounds more normal like generic for for the first bit and then you just hear the twangs of her like raspiness and Mm. like her individuality which is what i really like because it sort of catches you off guard a bit and maybe a bit of um hayley williams yeah very much very much she's got that sort of ability there she's and she's such a good front woman Mm -hmm. um really energetic crazy like mosh pits everything even if you don't know the lyrics you're gonna dance so yeah like really cool and this song was like the lyrics and stuff i'm guessing that's where you're gonna go down that path i mean i always can do you know what i love what's stuck on my head is that bit um you know i'll never be whole but i'm a fighter kick me in the dirt but still like dust i'll rise i'm gonna be hurt yeah i was like that's a great energy that yeah, kind of like it's it, it's a really good, powerful kind of statement. The whole song is very much on that kind of lines of like this is someone who you think like oh well it you know it feels like they've been hurt, but yeah, they're not going to let that define them. They're not going to let that be the end of them, so to speak. And that's sort of a theme with some of their other songs. Um it's very much like being empowered you can be heartbroken and still be like fuck you i'm a bad bitch like you can oh, yeah. you, you can still be grieving a, a relationship or a dating experience and still fight you know yeah the lyrics Absolutely. that resonated with me they've got sort of yonica energy actually yeah that was the other one i was thinking yeah, yeah like seize the power vibes a bit not in terms of like the sound but just the like attitude behind yeah, it yeah exactly exactly um yeah with the, the lyrics uh, the one that the line that got me was and i touch my scars just to make me remember which is is fucking deep mm. um it really reminded me of frank turner's song telltale signs 
which yeah. in it has a line saying duh, 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 i just want to get it right before i oh yeah uh you kind of remind me of the scars on my arms that i hid as best i could that i covered it in ink but with the right kind of light they still bleed through like it's that sort of being reminded of I think Frank Turner and Vakovi probably mean it in a quite literal yeah sense um, yeah but if it's, weird, it's one of those things that is physical but also works emotionally I guess yeah like metaphorically with like trauma and stuff yeah. sort of sometimes you can be living in the moment and having such a good time and then forget something that's happened to you for 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 a few minutes and then you're like oh fuck mm -hmm. i wish i could go back to those few minutes where i was just completely forgot about all my responsibilities or trauma or whatever like um i just yeah i just think that was i love it when there's like little deep lyrics in such a great chorusy like sort of upbeat song i i would really recommend like if you enjoy going to gigs to go and see vakovi like oh they'd be awesome to watch live yeah good like if you want to go and have a mosh pit and just have a good time they'll they'll give you that mm -hmm. i was thinking about moving on to uh nothing but thieves it's really weird because because i love nothing but thieves as well i was thinking that it's like one of my songs in there but it's not <laughs> <laughs> so i i was saying it and i was like this feels wrong it feels like i'm choosing my own song so um, yeah i mean i it's very weird because so last i forget when i saw it but um love the yonica um i we're, oh, we're just the yonica fan podcast um yeah. and gladly gladly Teresa, big love you're awesome um yeah no um Yonica i'm glad you knew tour, this supporting yeah. um nothing but how, how great i was like oh. so good but um this yeah i Nothing but thieves have been. Uh, I've I've enjoyed them for for a while, for a good few years now. Um, they're they're kind of like they're just good. They're bangers, you know. They 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 are they do very right bangers. Um, they're a bit like Royal Blood, actually. It's a similar territory there, they but are a bit. with Royal Blood, I would say is more like instrumental riffy stuff whereas with nothing but these there's more focus on the vocals and his vocals are just mind-blowing he's got vocal effects that are just built in <laughs> to his body that just come out as he sings without actually adding them as an effect that did that come out right yeah i get you no i get you i do you know, Such a little powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I am. Um, yeah. You know, okay, we've we've unleashed a lyrical mess, but um, but it's weird. I I just clicked on um, so I'm on I'm on genius.com now. That's not a sponsorship. But that's just a thing that I'm doing. Um, I like it because they have this like annotations for the lyrics that sometimes actually come from the artist, but sometimes they're just people 
saying what I think. Um, yeah. So I love the line. Um, well, it's in the chorus. It's, I want to be future proof. Come lift me up till I'm higher, higher. Vulture coming to steal my youth. Now, yeah, that yeah, line, yeah. Vulture coming to steal my youth, I was like, oh, damn. Now, apparently, well, according to this person, they think it's to do with cancel culture. Um, and like oh. people going back and looking through the things you've said in the past. Like how many years ago? And be like, look, this person's a racist because in 2010 they said this about black people or something. Um, that's not how I took it. <laughs> I yeah. I took it in a different way. I for me it was like it reflects all the anger I have about. I was thinking about this um, recently because I was thinking about how over our kind of time in like school and things, but certainly for me music. And things went from being something that was affordable, available, easily accessible to people to being something which feels like it's restricted to those people whose parents have the money to pay for it. So I know when I started to learn um, cello in primary school, lessons was £25 a term, right? Right. That's insane. And then at some point that Went up to fifty, I think, when I joined Stansonbury, and then it went up and up and up, and then it ended up at like some. Oh, you had the incident with your sister as well. That was awful. Which one do you mean? When they tried to charge extra, and she was meant to get it for free or something. Like oh that. god, yeah, it's and you had to send in an honestly. email. Yeah, and it, it just it was one of those things. that was like, it made me angry because I was thinking about how like cuts to. Um, education and things have stolen that opportunity to get involved in things like music not only music music is an example but like lots mm. of things performing arts generally um has really stolen that opportunity away from young people and it's a massive shame because like learn being able to learn an instrument is one of the most awesome things that i was able to do i always i saw them perform a few years ago and i remember thinking bloody hell He's quite short. No hate to the guy. He's the same height as me. Um, he's five six, which annoys me. <laughs> Cancelled. Cancelled. <laughs> it annoys me that that go man, go the whole way. Do a Jordan McCampbell and say you despise them. I fucking I do despise him. <laughs> I do despise the man. He's. He's the same height as me. I don't know like how much he weighs or anything, but. I can't imagine it's that different if he's the same height. Where where is his can I have his lungs? <laughs> what I, you um, understand. If you're listening um, and you're willing to give up your lungs, um, get in touch and we'll sort that out. Thanks, Connor babes. <laughs> um it, it it doesn't make sense. Why can't I do that? It's not fair. I mean share it out, you know? I, d- I do love I love his voice he's amazing I don't actually know too much about him I've seen him do covers in his bedroom and stuff on Instagram like he seems really really sweet so yeah uh, no they're great is... honestly I love I it's a banger it's a banger it's another official world rights podcast certified banger banger Should I need we... a stamp so I can relate banger banger i'm desperate to go and see them in yonica i looked at tickets to go with b my old housemate and they're like 180 quid and 
I ran out of student loan, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, happens to us all. Can't I, I'm like living out of my savings now, so yeah, that's fun, and I don't that's think I can afford to go. So that's sad. I it even is. I even tried to play my cards. I contacted Barnes because he's got a song with Yonica, but he he couldn't he couldn't does. help me out. So. Sad Teresa, if you're listening and you want to um help out Kat um to to come and see you um get in touch um we'd love to. I'm too poor. <laughs> you imagine I'm so twenty three, right? Like, so um so Yonica got in touch and Kat's gonna see. <laughs> but if you it's, you know, it's like wanna... such a dream gig gig though. Oh my god, I can't speak. Um, That's Airways... how excited you are. Look, it's broken you. Anyway, it's hard. We're, we're very passionate about uh, this week's music collection. I know, I can tell. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry, but I'd like to move on to, um, oh. to oh, Sorry, Not right. Sorry by Theodore Peters. Thank you. See, that was good, wasn't it? You um, did that well. I Honestly, I've been thinking about it for a good few minutes out here. So um, I've, I'm glad I got the chance to use it. It was, um, it was a whole thing. This song, okay, it wasn't what I was expecting. Right. It does sound it like right a death now. metal band name. I must it say. It does. It does. I mean, I <laughs> it does, but I don't think I was like, okay, I mean, let's be honest. I was listening to this initially when I was just waking up. So, like, I wasn't oh, yeah, really sure bad. what to expect. I was just like enjoying it. And then it starts, I was like, this is quite heavy after the last one. Um, all right. Okay. I love the vibe. Yeah. I love the guitars in there. Like, the sound of the guitars in there is... It's very nostalgic, isn't it? It's very, like... uh, not. It's obviously not Oasis-y, but it's that sort of... uh, Yeah, it's that kind of, like, late 90s, 90s, early early 2000s kind of thing, you know? Like... Yeah. It's that... Phil, did you, I I didn't send you, I should have sent you the link to the YouTube video, you probably didn't have time um, to see, but the music video is pretty cool. It's actually uh, Jay Bones, who is a phenomenal drummer, it's his new band project, and he is singing and drumming. How crazy Singing and drumming? Yep. Props I don't know how, if he's going to be able to, to do you. that live because obviously with recording you can do that separately um, I, ca- I can't even drum I've tried, I can't No, I, I can't f- drum when, it, when I'm focusing on it 100% I can't I genuinely, if I could pick up another instrument it would be drums because everything yeah. else I, I have some hope with drums mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't do it I just can't but Jay actually has got a pretty impressive fucking CV he's such a nice guy I have a lot of faith in uh, Jay and I reckon they're gonna come out with some really cool music and the the music video I really recommend watching it it's very cool there's a sort of Covid related stuff in there Interesting. So you'll definitely like it. But, but yeah, I don't like. Um, I didn't know whether 
people we know moving like oh fuck fuck I was doing so well I was doing so well words GD. I was trying to just speak and the alcohol is I don't know if I told I you drunk, you can't maybe. drink while we're making the podcast I, I'm like starting to wonder if I was maybe still drunk when we started the podcast and Always now possible. I'm starting to feel the hangover because I don't feel as awful. I drank a lot last night. I don't know how I'm okay. Look, we're so close, okay? We're you can so do close. this. I believe in you. Okay. What I was trying to say was I'd had a conversation with Jay about this new track and I was going to say you'd had a conversation with Mitchie Tree. Is that right, Mitchie? Oh my god, yes, sorry. Oh. That was, I was trying to segue. You were trying to segue. And I really fucked mess. it up. Yeah, yeah so, um, you know, we've <laughs> obviously been talking for a while about saying how we'd love to have, um, if anyone has music that they make or, you know, anything like that, um, we'd love to talk about it because, you know, it's a bit of a platform, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, Mitchie Tree got in touch with us on Instagram. Um, and she, she told us about her new song that she dropped. Um, came out Friday, just gone on the 30th. Um, but she sent it to us like a few weeks ago. You know, it's like yeah. A, a, like pre-release list. I feel like we're, we've moved up in the world, you know? We were privileged. Look yeah. at us. Um, yeah, so she gave us that. She's a new um, kind of artist. I think she I think she's just graduated from BIM, although I might be talking out of my ass. No, no, that sounds right. She's playing, uh, she, I tell you, what I do remember is that she's playing the um, O2 Academy Islington. Yes, yes. Which was like, all right, <laughs> good work. <laughs> but um, like, that's pretty good. Um, yes, yeah, so she's only got a couple of songs out so far. Um, and yeah, we took a listen. Um, I just really love the energy that she's got, like, uh, I've seen she played her first gig back I think I saw a clip of her just sort of jumping and I was like oh you look so happy you're in your element there I think it gives me sort of like paramore vibes almost yeah there's a bit of that in there isn't there it's definitely yeah very um I like, like that would be the fan kind of base thing, you know yeah it's like alt 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 fans isn't it like yeah 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 alt. definitely Bloody like hell. she's got a she has a good voice she has a good voice for sure. It's yeah. um, it's one of those moments when I get annoyed because, you know, it's like, all right, so you're younger than me. You're but... younger than us, and you're, you're like, right. you need some talent life. for the rest of us, would you? Uh, no, it's a really, it's a good song. It's... Yeah, so she's she's very much like upcoming and like starting off. So if you're gonna listen to any of the tunes from this week's podcast. I would say listen to hers and uh, Jay's track, Sorry Not Sorry, because yeah. they're the two that are starting out and are going to benefit from your listen, you know? Oh, absolutely. Coldplay, Please do go and support them. Living in their fucking mansions with their helicopters may not realise if you listen to their track or not. Yeah, Chris Martin <laughs> doesn't fucking need you. He's doing all right. He's made his millions. He doesn't fucking need you. Although you what, I've, what I've done here is actually gone... This track's amazing. Don't listen to it. <laughs> oh, it's it's a great, and I I'm really grateful to uh, Missy Tree for getting in touch with us. 
um, and giving us a chance to listen. Um, it's just come out, so like it's a new song. Why not go check it out? You know. And now on to Monster, I guess. Yes, by by Paris. By Paris. And not as I wanted to say. Rumors. I am. Gone. I was gonna say I saw uh, uh, Paris on a lineup. Uh, I really wanted you to say you'd seen them in Paris, and I was like. That would have been good. No, I'd seen them on a lineup for Reading and Leeds years ago, I think. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure I did. And I was like, Purge, Purge. <laughs> like, how do I say that? And then someone said, Yeah, it's Paris. I was like, Oh. <laughs> Just oh, looks nice. It's fucking Paris, you weirdo. I feel dumb. Um, what were your thoughts on this track? <laughs> on Purge. I'm so happy. <laughs> on Purge. <laughs> 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 it's a good one like, again it's not it wasn't wise I mean it doesn't it's weird because it's a bit different to the other two you put in there do you think I would say it's like well, similarish to Vakovi a bit as it goes on it 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 makes it at first it's like oh this feels like a different kind of thing it's the same kind of like it's that it's the same energy though as, as yeah. the other two. It's definitely got that same kind of energy, that same kind of passion in there. Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you say something, partly because I Words. can't talk, but also because I'm going to go on to the lyrics. And... Oh, okay. Surprise. I was just going to say, like, again, a lot, a lot of energy with this. I, it, it's... I don't want to keep saying, like, Paramore, because that just, like, dates it. It's like new future of female fronted rock yeah there's like an evolution in that yeah and i just i don't know like it just clicked with me i just felt like i i will listen to this song on repeat now for for a couple of weeks and um till i play it to death essentially um i really liked the um how could you let them turn you into a monster your bridge started to burn when you ran all across it um oh wow i really like it and it so i um i looked at what looked into what it was about and what they'd said about it they said a lot is about kind of dealing with what people expect from you the kind of outside um, yeah things that people tell you you should be or that you're meant to be or things you should do and like that's got to be such a weight, you know. Like to be in the modern world, it's so easy to be exploited um, when you're trying to be successful, um, especially you know, like musician, any kind of performing arts. Yeah, you want to yeah. do the best. You want to um, make the right decisions and and create the right kind of image. But in doing that, you have to deal with a lot of other people who have ideas of how things should be don't align with um you know what yeah what is right and if they're know? paying your bills if it's if it's a label saying we think you should do this with your music and they're paying your bills you you kind of like feel like you have to go with that and a lot of the time it's either you've got a label up your ass or you haven't got a label backing you with the money and you're potless like using your savings to fund your passion and you're sort of stabbing in the dark trying to find out what's going to work and even the most well-connected people in the industry a lot of the time it's just fucking 
luck of who gets picked up, who's in the right place at the right time, who's in a good mood, who's in a, ba- a bad mood, and and that means you sort of can sell yourself to the sell yourself sell your soul to the devil a bit with with mm-hmm. arts and stuff. Um, I am. Um... I reminded me, so a few weeks ago I read this article about um, an artist called Ray, who was, she came third in the BBC Music um, Sound of 2017. Right. So, and she's, she's worked with a few people, she's she's, she's really talented. Yeah. Um, and she, um, she kind of announced on Twitter a few weeks ago that she was really annoyed and rightly so of her record label because they were holding back um, her album, her first album. Mm. He said that they were they they wouldn't release it, even though she was happy with it. Um, and I think I'm pretty sure if I just double check, yeah. So she's not actually with with the record label anymore. Um, but it's that one. It's that kind of thing of like you're at the mercy of, like you say, mm. the people who pay your bills, so to speak, and, and they have some kind of power over you in that respect. And it's a shame that if you're, you know, someone you've made your first album, you're really excited to share it with the world, and someone goes, "Yeah, no, we think you should do something a bit different." It's like you're stuck. Do you do what they say you should do because it will supposedly make you money, or do you do what you want to do, but that might mean? You know, putting that at risk. It's, it's a difficult thing to do. I, I don't envy that kind of And it's decision. a business at the end of the day. So, like, exactly. the label have got to ensure... So, say you have the choice with a safe option or something that's either going to be loved or absolutely hated. The label are not like, oh, most likely going to go for the safe option that's going to have a steady amount of streams yeah. and stuff because that means they're not going to lose money and it's not going to be someone who's pitched this band and now they're regretting it because it it may be hit or miss or or whatever the case is it's money people i think it's fair that they wouldn't i i I think i could be safe in saying that it's it's some of those things if you're new if you're an upcoming kind of artist don't really want you to take too many risks you know you've got to mark yourself as being different so you can sell albums but you've got to you know, be mainstream enough that people are going to actually listen. And if you, yeah. you don't get that chance to properly experiment until you're, you know, more established and have more of a, you know, effectively your voice is bigger because you're bringing in more money. So it's like, well, I want to do this. And mm. if you don't let me, I'll walk away. So it, it's a shame that that's how it works. That you, you have to play the game in that respect. And yeah, and and you're at the mercy of someone else. It's um. Stuff and I imagine mentally that must be horrible, just the effects of like, you know, there's you, so much pressure. I think people think that as a musician you have complete control over your own career and stuff, and it's amazing that how little control you have over so much stuff, even as far as, you know, where your song is played or where it's yeah. streamed and how much you get for streams and all that kind of stuff. So, not point, not not for people stream on Spotify. Yeah, it's not right. It's not okay. Spotify, sort it out. Lol. Feels like you could do it by now. You got that idea? Maybe. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, so do you think that's what the song's sort of about, like the monster of the music industry a bit? I, I mean, I don't know if I say think it's about that, but it's like, I guess what I'm, it feels like it's the pressure of, you see it with so many musicians. I mean, the other one, I guess, that came to mind is like Amy Winehouse, right? Oh, She's someone who is incredibly talented, incredibly talented, incredibly skilled, and could have, God knows what she could have done, but obviously, other kind of things got in there and, and kind of negative influences and everything else and it it turns you into someone else it you know it it destroys you um with the amy winehouse situation what fucking pisses me off with that i won't go into a massive one about it but she was so clearly unhappy unstable and yet we as a society couldn't help her no that is what scares me because you think about all the people who are suffering in silence and then you've got somebody there who's telling you i uh, like like just from going on stage being drunk and using drugs and what have you and you we see can't... headlines from like the sun and things and i you see them from like the time it's like oh back on another you know or like talking about her array of boyfriends when actually it's just like no she's just so famous that you know her every detail it actually she's probably dated the same amount of people that any other person has it's just exactly. her life is broadcast it's a lot of external pressure and a lot of external expectations and demands about how she should be and yeah you know that's too much for any one person to have to deal with it's too much well that's actually it for the music section i think it is one more thing i should throw in just quickly um our lovely friend matthew buckford oh um, yeah who makes music as the woods and i as um i think i don't hold me to it i'm gonna well you know i won't check i'll just say it and then i can deal with the consequences later he um he's got an album coming He's, what, he's recorded it ready to release? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been working on it. It's like synth pop kind of thing. It's really cool. Amazing. I've used... I've actually used a few of his songs for like my creative kind of things with his permission. Oh. Um, he... That's so I'm really excited. Please go and check him out. Because, you know, he's a friend of ours. And he had a music video out about a month ago. Yeah, the so music video. I can't yeah. remember if we mentioned this or not. We might I don't have. remember. But it's good. Go check it out. The Woods and I... Go check him out on Instagram. Um, send him some love. Boy deserves some love. Yeah, hey, that's me. I'm done. That was good you remembered to do that. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, I'm sorry for being an absolute fucking hungover mess. But I'm uh, sorry for being a mess and not realising it. I was yeah, doing well, yeah. but I think I suddenly realised that I, I was not I low-key a mess today. I feel like you're quite happy, though. I, 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 I consider myself to be a hot mess today. Oh. Thank you. Well, I can't see you, so I'm just... No, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have just said, yeah, sure, but all right. No worries, no worries. I was going to say, I can't see you, but I'll try and believe you. Okay. Well, okay. I feel like you could just believe me. Yeah. Help, help oh, me out. Here, here we go. Help, here's... help my ego. Here's our first fight. <laughs> End podcast. And then we God don't damn it. make it Smashes the episode. keyboard. No. Um, 22. Look, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. 
and uh, we'll see you next time with some more bullshit from the World's Greatest Podcast. Woo! We love you. <laughs> I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.